Hello, 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 and welcome to the next episode of the Shane Walsh Podcast. So before I go into today's episode, I am delighted to announce that the next intake of the Female Fat Loss Program is now open. So the next intake is starting on the 4th of September, 2023. So this is going to be the biggest intake. This is going to be bigger and better than ever. I've got a new coach to come in and help me as well. So this is perfect for someone if you've tried every diet under the sun, whether it comes from keto, intermittent fasting, someone that you're maybe very skeptical about the fitness industry, you might have been scammed out of certain clubs, you believe in sins. But the one thing that I would say about this program is it's actually been, been designed by previous clients. And if you're trying to get away from that yo-yo dieting background, trying to get away from that diet starts Monday cycle, this is the perfect thing for you. So what this program is, is a six week program. You'll get weekly check-ins with myself. You will get tailored program with videos. So you've got an option of home workouts uh, that you've got an option of a three day home workout program with videos. You've got an option of a four day gym program with videos, or you've got an option of three day gym program with videos. You can do your own training if you wish, but those programs are provided to you. You've got tailored calories and macros that are perfectly set for you based off your activity and your needs and your age. You have got recipe books, which are perfect. The brownies in their class. You've got a Facebook group, which is a perfect place for support. Weekly lives are in there every Tuesday. And then you've got personalized weekly check-ins with myself. So it's, it's an amazing program. And I would say the last one, in April and I haven't run it for April since April because I wanted to make it even bigger and better and I wanted to make sure that it was going to be bigger and better. I want to improve things as it grows. I'm not just going to stagnate and not let the program grow into what it wants to be. So the price of the program for six weeks is very, very cheap. It is 99 euro. So if you're looking for kind of, if you're on a budget or you're looking for a lower barrier entry into a program, 99 euro, you're not going to get it lower. The normal price is 149 euro. So that will be going up in the next week or so that to, to full price. So if you're interested in doing that, I wouldn't wait around. So if you're interested in working with me in the female fat loss program, click on the link in the show notes, book your place before it sells out because the last one sold out in a very short space of time and I wouldn't wait around. So the biggest thing that I would say is it's not gonna be a sin in sight. You're just gonna get results, improve relationship with food, learn how to train, around your cycle, learn about perimenopause, PCOS, endometriosis, all these various different things, and you'll get the results you're looking for. So if you're interested in working with me, click on the link in the show notes and we'll book your space. And we'll see you on the 4th of September. Hey everyone, welcome to the next episode of the Shane Walsh podcast. So today we have a very special episode with one of my clients, Roisin. So Roisin, welcome to the podcast. Hey Shane, thanks for having me on. Delighted to be here. No worries at all. So I know we are nearly going to pre- forget to press record because we were just yapping away, which oh, is yeah. things that, <laughs> I think it's a good sign for the podcast. Uh, so it, it's normally it, it and Roisin sent me over the questions. So that's yeah. normally a good sign as well. So Roisin, can you tell us a little bit about yourself uh, for anyone? Absolutely. Yeah. So I'm a 46. I'm a mom. I'm a wife. Um, I'm a mom to five kids going through all the joys of menopause. I'm sure a lot of your listeners can um and I understand that. Um, so I kind of started Pilates about 10 years ago. I had a back injury um, and I was just advised um, to do Pilates. So that kind of progressed on to then attending the gym here and there. And then I ended up having surgery on my back, but I did continue Pilates for, for recovery. 
Um, so that was that was okay. And then I kind of got a real bug then for training and the gym and that sort of stuff. So just before COVID, I started cycling and running. Um, I started on a mountain bike, actually. I met up with a girl who was looking for someone to cycle with. And I remember my husband has been cycling for about seven years. And I came in the door and said, get me a road bike right now. I just took to it straight away. Absolutely loved it. So I was cycling then for uh, just over COVID then. And then I just started doing a little bit of running, 5K here. Then I upped it to 10K. And then I do love a good challenge. So I just started putting a few half marathons in front of me and just chaining away. And then uh, about two years ago, my youngest was going into sixth class. And I was kind of a stay-at-home mom up to that point, really. And I was like, yeah, I kind of want to go back to work, maybe do something part-time, do something for myself instead of just being at home the whole time. So I decided to go back to college. And I originally was thinking, right, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? Because I was just open to everything. But I loved helping people. I'm a real kind of healthy type of person. And I originally was going to do like counseling or social work or something like that. But every course that I chose to do, no, that's going to interfere with training. No, it's going to interfere with running. It's going to interfere with training. So in the end, I said, right, well, why don't you just study training? Like, so I said, I'll do a PT or fitness instructor course. I went back and studied anyway. And I had to do work experience. So I went up to the, my gym that I was a member of. So it's the Knightsbrook Hotel in Shrim. And I said to the manager, then, can I do work experience here? And she says, yeah, yeah, absolutely. So I started work experience there. And within about three or four days, she said to me, you have a job waiting for you here when you're finished. So well happy with that. I absolutely embraced it. I remember my first day going in, and I was just like, I felt like a little kid. I was like, okay, I want to do everything. I want to shadow everyone. I want to do it from, from cleaning toilets to reception to classes. I just, I just want to take it all in and do it all. And they were like, who is this one like coming in here? So anyway, I got stuck in anyway. And um, I went from being a part-time fitness instructor, got my qualification, went from being a part-time fitness instructor to assistant manager to manager in the space for about eight months. And I just don't ask me how it all happened. But just look, things are meant to be. And, and that's just the way it turned out. I was really happy, though, because I could now share my passion for fitness and healthy living with the members that were coming in. And the guests coming down to the classes. And I absolutely, you know, this just afternoon, I love teaching fitness classes. I love bringing great uh, energy and positivity to teach all the classes. And I love pushing people to their own limits. So everyone has their own limits. You could have a beginner coming into spin class. You could have someone that's been doing spin classes for years. But once they're all pushing themselves to their own limit, then I'm happy out. I teach everything from spin to step to weight training classes to aqua aerobics. And uh, I've acquired the nickname of the aqua queen and work because I give so much energy into my aqua classes. It's more like, like I've even been known to bring out a microphone on the, on the pool deck because I sing, <laughs> I sing as well. The Britney microphone. <laughs> I do, yeah. For sure. It's all a bit of fun. So that's kind of bringing me to where I am now. Do you know what I mean? In, in work, like and flying out the classes and stuff. And how did you feel about kind of taking the pivot to kind of going down a different career path? Because I know a lot of people can't struggle with that. Well, you see, I've done Pilates for so many years and I really I learned a lot. So I've done Pilates for about 12, 10 or 12 years and I learned a lot. I really learned a lot about core work and how to engage your core and how the good posture. So I had all that knowledge behind me as well. And then when I got into fitness, 
doing my own training and stuff, I just thought, yeah, I, I'm, I think I could be really good at this. I think this is someone, this is something that I could do and inspire other people. But I knew I had to get my qualification to do it. So that's when I decided to go back to college. But the, the, I, I don't want to say the college course was easy, but I understood a lot about my body and about training in general before I'd even done the course. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So for me, doing the course, yes, I learned more. But I just needed my piece of paper. I needed that qualification to kind of get me in and do it. And then I learned loads from other instructors. And, you know, you pick up bits along the way as well. So yes, yeah, it just felt like a natural progression for you. By the sound oh, yeah, of yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Best thing I ever did. Um, which is cool, I think. And, I, and I, I know you kind of light up when you kind of start talking about your classes and stuff like that. Oh, I know yeah. I had a few messages from people that have been in your classes. Uh, yeah, yeah, and they kind of talk about the classes, so and they're all good, by the way. Yeah, yeah, uh, that's good. That's good. Uh, so that's that's pretty cool. You met like what's what was the goal before we kind of when we were having the chat and what was the big goal because it was a pretty big goal. Yeah, so like I, I'm the type of person that I do love setting myself goals and challenges, like going back to college, like going down a new career uh, choice path, whatever. Now, when I do commit to something, I do give it 100%, 100%, definitely. So I've done a lot of big cycles, like real significant cycles. I think the first I've done was 140K. Um, I've done a few half marathons. I know what work is involved in setting yourself a challenge and just being patient and, and just going for it. So when I started work, not like after I started work in the gym, I wanted to do a photo shoot, right? So... I kind of said it to a couple of the, the couple of the girls on work, and it just so happened two of the other girls wanted to do it with me. They they really liked the idea of doing a photo shoot, right? So, like one of the girls, Emily, she's in her twenties. Uh, Eleanor, the other girl, she's in her thirties, and she's two kids. She's a single mom, and she works really hard. And then there was myself, forty six, five kids, and perimenopause, and I really wanted to do this photo shoot to from three different perspectives. Do you know what I mean? Like, so Emily has no kids. She actually uh, started, she put a picture up of herself, her before and after her photo shoot when she was around 17, I think she's in her early 20s now. So she's around 17. She was very thin, um, uh, just, I wouldn't, I would nearly even say scrawny, like she was really thin and she built herself up to an amazing figure like real muscle definition, real muscle tone. She trains a lot. She got her qualifications. She started working in the gym. So that was one aspect of it. And then there was Eleanor, who has two kids, um, works really hard, does the classes as well. And she juggles work and home life as well. And she'd be, like, she would come into work and she still does it, actually. She comes into work with this, like, every day she'd be eating this, like, protein porridge, or porridge of protein. And I'd be like, Eleanor, what the hell are you eating? She goes, oh, because she has her own uh, PT as well that gives yeah. her nutrition stuff. And I was like, Eleanor, what is that? It looks disgusting. She goes, no. And I tell you, she was strict. She was, she still is super strict. So I'd be going to the canteen and a horse and like uh, chips and veg and, and the whole lot of sauces and gravy and everything. I was like, how is she doing it? But she, she was really, she gave us like that. She gave herself her challenge and that's what she was doing. And then, uh, and then there was me. So I upped, I actually asked Emily, would she train me? Because so Emily does PT, and I said, Emily, would you train me? Because for this photo shoot, if I'm going to do it, 
I'm going to spend the money doing it. I want to look and feel the best that I can feel. So Emily said, yeah, absolutely. So we, she did a program for me twice a week. And I tell you, she killed me. She And she still does. I was only with her on Sunday and she still kills me. Kill me. I can't bloody move. How do you sit down? She killed me. But it was tough. And it still is tough. And it doesn't get easier. You just push yourself hard. Yeah. You know? And that was fine. So I was doing twice a week training with Emily. And then I was doing my cycling as well. And I was teaching fitness classes. But I felt that something was missing. All right. So that's when I thought, you know what? It's my food. It's my diet. Something. I need help here with my whole nutrition end of things. I know I'm not eating right. I know there's a really good chance that I'm not, that I'm not eating enough food and enough of the right foods. So that's when I kind of went online and um, I was kind of Googling like uh, nutritionists. And, but it was important to me that I got somebody that was familiar with the female body and was understanding of a woman going through menopause or going through premenopause or a woman of my age. That's really what I was looking for. So I, I just put it into, um, I'm on a running group on the on Facebook and I put it up and just your name came up a few times. I said, right. I'm going to reach out to this guy and, you know, you got a few good recommendations of that. So that's that's when I reached out to yourself and um, and we just kind of went from there then. I definitely didn't set up fake profiles to enter that group. <laughs> I definitely did not do that. Um, I can confirm that. And the big thing around the photo shoot, you said, and we were talking off air, and there was a very, very big kind of light bulb moment when you were kind of yeah. doing it. Yeah. Uh, can you kind of talk about that? Because you haven't div- you haven't divulged this to me yet. Yeah. Okay. So I- I'll just I'll just go a little bit back on to when yeah. I first caught up with you and said. So I reached out to Shane yourself, obviously, and we had a chat about goals and the photo shoot and where I needed help. So I found from the very start that you're very understanding and you're very knowledgeable in what I was looking for. So that first kind of Zoom chat we had, I was like, yeah, yeah this guy knows what he's talking about. This is exactly what I need to help. So um, the first thing that I had to do was send you pictures before pictures, right? Now I'm going to talk a little bit about this because I think this is really important. Okay, so, uh, so that's grand. You said, send them some pictures, obviously from the back, the side, whatever, you know, that's fine. So the next morning I get up and I said to my husband, just take some pictures here. I have to send them on. And I have to send this on, these pictures on. So I thought, because of all this training and da-da-da-da-da, I thought, you know what? You know, I have no problem sending these pictures on. You know, I look great, blah, blah, blah. Ray took the pictures. And I looked at the pictures. And I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna lie, I was like, wait, what? Oh God, I can't send these on. I can't send these on. And Ray was like, what are you talking about? Just send them on. I thought, I didn't know it looked like that. I didn't know it looked like that. Um, now anybody on the outside looking in would be like, "What is she on? Like, what? She There's nothing wrong with those pictures." But everyone feels different. Everyone has their own way that they feel about their own body. And me saying that to somebody else is not going to change how they. Do you know what I mean? It's, it's how yeah. you feel yourself. So anyway, I struggled to send those pictures. Most people and do. I, and 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 I remember sending them to you and going, and I remember saying the words. Hi Shane, these are my pictures. I'm not gonna lie, I found these really hard to send. 
And I'm sure you do get that a lot. It was like... I get it a lot. I also get a lot of emojis afterwards, like, unfortunately, with, like, sick faces and sorry for these. Really? Yeah, it's like, it's, it's sometimes when I... I don't get every client to send pictures. depends what journey they're on. I know for the photo shoot, yeah. we, we needed to do them. I yeah. had, like, a... I think it was a six to eight week period for it. And some people can be quite hard on themselves with some of the yeah. comments. I always kind of respond like this is the starting point, but also but would you, you kind of like yeah. you just took the words out of my mouth because I, I was just as soon as I sent them, I just thought, right, if I'm gonna make changes, I have to start somewhere. So for me, sending those pictures to you, just physically pressing that send button was the first step. To me, that was the first step. They're not easy to do. I've I've done them, I've had coaches before and I've done them and they're they're never easy. It doesn't matter what stage you're kind of yeah. at. Like yeah. is like it's easy. I some people find it easier when they kind of like are trimmer and stuff like that. But then you're also if you're kind of trying to put muscle on, you don't need to be normally normally in a yeah. circles. So you're kind of comparing yeah. yourself yeah. to when you're at your leanest. And I was like, at my leanest, I was the most unhappy because I just wasn't yeah. able to eat what I wanted yeah. to eat. But I did yeah. it the wrong way. Yeah. Yeah. Now I mean, if ten years ago I looked at pictures of myself now, I know for a fact but I'm like no way am I going to have that body when I'm that age. Unreal, no way. But then you get to that age and you get to the body that you think you want to take yeah. and you're, you're always wanting more. You're always focused on something else. You know, that's our way. Yeah, it is. It's human nature to want more. Absolutely, and think, yeah. Yeah, and it, it is. Um, yeah, and there's also, I'm trying to remember the name of the book now. I kind of talk about it an awful lot. I can never remember the name of the book. But sometimes when we are taking maybe photos when people are starting to go on dates and stuff and they kind of get rejected on dates yeah. our headspace can think that we're a lot we're better looking than when we are and then when we see the actual realistic picture of it we're not ready for it yeah and our brain yeah, can't exactly. process and it's kind of almost rejecting yourself i'm trying to remember the name of the book now um but yeah that's generally what's kind of happening as well it's it's, it's interesting yeah so uh, i'll carry on anyway yeah, uh, to reduce the, the life of moment. But um, so anyway, after we had the chat, after sending the pictures, um, so you quite quickly like looked at my diet because that was the thing I knew I was struggling with nutrition. That's where I was kind of I needed the help. So up the protein and up the fiber. Okay, so that was kind of what I had to do, and so I started doing that. And I have to say, like, so I use my fitness pal to track the calories. Now, I have done the tracking calories before, and I was like, oh, the amount of effort and work that goes into this. But look, it does take time. Yeah. It takes effort. It takes planning, but it works. Fact, it works. Yeah. It works. You know, that's what works. And um, I had to get my focus on, but in fairness, like within a week, it was just, right, okay, I'm back in it. I'm back in it. I'm back on it now. That's it. Just take a little bit of time. Plan it out. Take you know, just take a little bit of effort, but it it, it just works. You know what I mean? Yeah, you said. I think the planning so, uh, element for you. I think that comes naturally for you. That planning segment yes. from being a parent as well. So I think yeah. I don't get everyone to count as well, but for what you needed at that moment in time for six to eight weeks, yeah, it's probably what you needed at that time. So that's why we got you to do it. It absolutely did because I I needed to see that I was getting the. I needed to actually see rather than saying ah. I'll be grand. I had chicken and I had such an hour, I had whatever. I need to see, okay, no, you've got your protein in for the day today. You've got you need enough fiber in for the day. I, for me personally, I need to see the numbers that I know I'm getting them in. I can't just 
wing it and guess it. Because if I start going down that road of, oh, I just won't bother putting that in, that's the slippery slope down for me. I have to keep it up there. And come here and I tell you, there's been loads of time when I've like had like, I don't know, crisps or whatever. No, I'm, no, not really no. a man. I'm not really a big drinker, but I do love crisps and that stuff in the evening. And there's been loads of times where I knew, let's say my calorie uh, goal was 1,800 or 1,900, whatever. And I'm just gone over that. I'll come home and I'll have crisps or whatever. Now I'm so well that this, <laughs> I have to put it in the app. I have to take accountability for it, even if I'm over. Because if I don't, my mindset's gone, well, you didn't put it in yesterday. So yeah, grand, you don't have to put it. Do you know what I mean? It's, for me personally, it's just that slippery slope. So I just track everything. But it was interesting because I know we can't, I think it was about three weeks ago. I think there was an evening of of reading, which they happen like you're human. It happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you and you entered in everything and it came to a decent amount of number. But an awful lot of people can feel that when they've overeaten, they almost say, well, I can't send that on or I can't because I'm going to get judged and get given out to. But for you, it's kind of like, no, 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 it's not about what. I feel I need it's more like right I'm doing this for me if I don't send yeah. this in I'm lying to myself rather exactly. than for a place of judgment exactly I, it's it, to me it's not real if you're not sending in who are you kidding you're not doing I'm not doing this for you I'm doing this for me Do you yeah. get what I'm saying no it makes like some sense you're there to guide and facilitate and and help us but I'm not doing this to keep Shane happy I'm doing it for me Do, do you get what I'm saying Oh, it makes complete sense. People are like, oh, I'm gonna, I'm, I feel I'm letting you down. It's like, you're not going to let me down. What lets, what, what frustrates people and coaches in general is when clients judge themselves and then just run away from jackets. That drives yeah. us up the wall. Yeah. Yeah, Sometimes it might not be the relationship. That's right. That's fair. But yeah. more often than not, it's from a place of that judgment piece of like, well, I've been shamed before doing certain clubs or been other by coaches yeah. or you're just judging yourself. Yeah. There's nothing gained. It's like kind of going to the accountant and not handing in your expenses. There's no yeah. there's no gain for it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. But um like, like you were just saying about the check-ins there. I love the weekly check-ins because you kind of go through everything and like you said, so what if you've gone over one days? So what? Like yeah, you start again and, and that's it. And don't overthink it. Like I tell you one thing, the, the couple of nights where I've had movie nights with the kids and I've had sweets and popcorn. No way am I feeling guilty over that. They were gorgeous. I really love them. Why would I be feeling guilty over that? Do you mean you get up the next day and you're like, right, let's go again. You're not going to be doing it every night of the week. So no, but you, you're someone who you strike me as someone who's very clear on your values because you spoke about oh, yeah. it. You spoke about it about your job and stuff like that. When you're looking at jobs and looking at careers and we're looking at training to you, you're like, no, that's going to impact on my training. That's going to impact on family. So I'm yeah. not going to do it. Yeah, yeah. That's very yeah. similar with your food. It's like, well. I'm more content by having like a movie night or takeaway with my family. And if I go over my calories, yeah. so be it. Yeah. I can work it into my life. But I love yeah. that perspective because I think it's refreshing to hear that because an awful oh, lot yeah. of people aren't clear on their values. And yeah. unfortunately, they've been taught guilt. So they're going to shame themselves into this. Yeah. I fucked it up. What have you fucked up? Like genuinely. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, like I'd be lying if I said like I haven't had tired days. Uh, I'm not going to be bothered days. I can't be arse days like that's just, we're women. And do you know what I mean? And whether we're going I to can't say that. Well, I'll tell you now. <laughs> you probably do hear it a lot, but like, yeah. whether you're, you're going through menopause or not, or you have tough cycles or PMS, PMT, whatever, our hormones play havoc with our body and mind. And, you know, my husband will be the first to tell you, 
he would say to me, oh, three days, she's going to get it in three days. And I'd be like, you just, you better shut up and get out of my face. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. He knows my side of kind of better, nearly better than I do. And, uh, but look, I would say if you're having a shit day, just accept that you're having a shit day. Like, don't dwell on it. Don't feel guilty about it. It is what it is. And like that, get up the next day and that's it, roll on again. Crack on and, and just start again. And, and don't feel guilty because you had a bad day. That's that's allowed. Do you know what I mean? Especially if you're a mother or you're working full time or both or you're small kids, you have toddlers and you're just exhausted, tired. And all you can do is grab the nearest thing to eat or whatever. That's okay. We, we all have ups and downs days. Do you know what I mean? But once you're you're able to get up the next day and say, right, you know what, your study's finished, I'm not going to dwell on it. Take accountability, put your calories in. You're not going to get judged. Start again. Do you know what I mean? Trust yeah. the process. Yeah, no, and I think that's going to be really refreshing for an awful lot of people to hear that. That's kind of like, well, you've had low days, you've had bad yeah. mood days, you yeah. may have overeaten, but it doesn't mean anything's disrupted. It just means that it's okay to have feelings and i think a lot of people can forget that sometimes there can be an element of like mom guilt as well for feeling the way people are feeling um and maybe even putting themselves first for the first time in a very long time i know your kids are a lot are kind of like i think you said 13 is the youngest yeah the youngest is 13 yeah yeah so there's they're they're kind of maybe a little bit older from than than some people's who are struggling with that and it can be like it, it is a challenge making time for yourself. Um, I think now you've kind of done the grunt work, now they're a little bit more uh, yeah. self sufficient, as you say. Well, it never stops being a parent, never stops. <laughs> hard work. But, but anyway, um, yeah, so anyway, so we still haven't got into the boat with you, and no. bubble, which is really what I want to get into now. So, um, so like I said, for the photo shoot, I wanted it to be important that. We were three women coming from three different walks of life. Okay. We want this is what we want to represent. And I'd ask the girls, and um, when we get the pictures and when we do our little story, I want you to talk about your journey. And then and Eleanor talked, Emily talks about hers, Eleanor talks about hers, and I talk about mine because we have a lot of members in the in the in the health club. And I wanted to I wanted women from different age groups to be able to relate to what we were doing and why we did it and the process and where we got to where we were. So anyway, we train. We all did our own individual training and nutrition. We all kind of touched base with each other, how we were getting on. And, and we did the photo shoot, and it was great fun, and it was a great laugh. But I'll never forget the day the pictures came back, okay? So as far as I was concerned, we'd all, we'd all worked our asses off. We'd been really strict. I'd been working with you on the nutrition end. We'd all been doing our own individual training. We all met in my office, and we were like, we were good. I'm not going to lie, we kind of, for different reasons, we all had our own pictures and it was nothing to do with the photographer or anything like that. Or We were just, the three of us, I, I thought it was just me and the two girls came in, we were good. And uh, I, I just, we just, I was kind of focusing in on, oh my God, like my bum looks stupid in that or, oh God, look at the state of my arms and that like, and and the two girls were the same because we're women and that's exactly what we do. We hone in on the most insecure part of our body. We're like, no, shit, shit, I hate it, right? But the light bulb moment for me came when Eleanor came up to me and she said, 
I hate this picture. Why did he send me this picture? It's awful. It shows my my mom Tom too much, right? And when she showed me the picture, I said, "Let me see. What what let, what are you talking about? Let me see." My jaw dropped, and do you know why? Because she looked phenomenal, absolutely phenomenal. I could see a woman who had trained really hard. She had legs of steel. She has and still has an ass to die for, right? Do you know what I mean? I and she's this beautiful long blonde hair, like, and the photograph was just unreal. And that was my light bulb moment because I realized in that second that these pictures are not meant to be perfection. They're not meant to be absolute like um like these photoshopped pictures all over Instagram. We are real women, and I wanted these pictures to reflect real women, and that's what we are. So these, um, I want to, like, if we want to inspire real women, we should be proud to show the real us, and that's what came from that. And it was complete, it completely turned my whole mindset around. I looked back at my own pictures again, and I was, like, looking at them through different eyes. And I, that's the honest to God's truth. Like, I could now see... A middle-aged mother who has worked incredibly hard mentally and physically to get to that point. And I actually said, I look unreal. I look great. Look at those pictures. Like in that moment, when that couple of moments just around talking to Eleanor, I took a complete 360. And I said, Eleanor, you need to put that picture up. You need to put that, if you put your pictures up, show them what you've got. You've worked so hard. We've all worked so hard. And I ended up putting so, putting up some of the pictures that I thought were like, not put them up. And the feedback was unreal. It's quite empowering what you said, though, because I think everyone can be very self-critical of themselves without any kind of like, they're, they're very quick to judge themselves. Absolutely. Um, but that wasn't the objective of the shoot. The objective of the shoot was to empower people of different ages and show this is the authentic you. And yes. I know that sometimes, I like I've done the shoot, and I know when you get those first proofs back, they're kind of like, oh, is this it? But when yeah. you, it, it does take time to kind of like check in yourself, saying like, right, I actually achieved something here. Yeah, I had to remember why I was doing it. Yeah. And that can be lost because emotion just drops in. It's kind of like, well, I should be looking like this. This is what someone else looks like. This is what someone else looks like. And so to me, it's like, yeah, but as you said, they're altered. They could be altered. It's not the real, authentic. Like, you have a story to tell. Your body's yours. Yeah. You, your body's giving I, you five amazing kids. Yeah, I've made, I've had kids. Like, this is to look this good. And, and you know, and I wouldn't say that because I have worked really hard to get to where I am. So why wouldn't I say it? Like, do you know what I mean? But, um, yeah, that was a real light bulb moment for me. I was like, ladies, what are we doing to ourselves? Why are we tearing ourselves down? And like we're not tearing each other down like it's what you do to yourself internally you look at your own pictures and think oh my god when really you should be looking at going girl you have worked so hard well done you look at look at the results of your hard work because when i seen and emily's pictures as well there was a few emily wasn't happy with and i was like are you for real my god when you did that thing after hang out with the pull-up bar your back was unreal and you know, we're, we're just very quick to nearly put ourselves down a little bit. It's like we can't be happy saying, yeah, that actually looks brilliant. You know, well done me. There's nothing, not just perfectly okay to say that. 
you think it's a women's thing or do you think it's an Irish thing of kind of like oh, I think it's a little bit of both I think it's a little bit of both yeah because Irish people are I, I know in the check-in sheet I kind of say what three things are you afraid of and I've noticed that the Irish people struggle with that question an awful lot the Americans and Australians love yeah. that question really yeah it's 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 almost like as my mom would say oh they've got notions it's like a, a saying down in Tipperary if kind of like it just someone's getting too big for their boots oh they've gone off to Dublin to the big smoke they're too big for their boots for the, yeah. the place in Tipperary um so yeah it just kind of feels like Irish people are not great at giving themselves confidence they're great at kind of complaining or they're yeah. great at kind of putting yeah. themselves down but yeah it was interesting to see yeah, if it was- I, I find the exact same thing and um and uh, any of the the women who were say if they're coming in like oh my god you look you look great today they used to always go oh, shut up with it no I don't no I don't it was their absolute go-to reaction yeah. and I pull them up over it and actually say no don't say that say thank you yeah and now now they do it now they say thank you I I, I stop them before because you can tell that they're automatically gonna say no I don't no I don't just say thank you somebody wouldn't say that unless they had genuinely meant it so just say thanks yeah, uh, I, I it is one of those things like it saying thank you is a lot easier. Whether you feel that it's you're worthy of it or whatever, but if you say thank you more often, kind of like it will relay into that whole story of that you are deserving of where you're being at. And it's kind of sometimes we can be very quick to comment on what people are looking like, and I don't think that's a yeah. positive thing either. But um, it depends if someone's at as well. Um, you've you I know you want to kind of give a few words of advice as well. I think that's one of the big things. Yeah. So look, I suppose on the journey kind of up to now, has this been a hard journey while managing a family and a full-time job? I'm not going to tell you it was easy because absolutely it was hard. But you know something? It was totally it's totally been worth it and it totally continues to be worth it. Has there been times when I wanted to throw the scales against the walls? Absolutely. But the sense of achievement is absolutely amazing. And has there been times when I've never wanted to hear the word calorie again? Absolutely, yes. But giving up is not an option for me. Okay, so that's just, um, I'm just a person that just doesn't give up too easy. Um, And if I have any words of advice to any women or men or starting out in their, their health journey, whether it's nutrition, fitness or both, there's three things I would advise. One is trust the process. Don't give up. And most importantly, be kind to yourself. I like the last one. I really like the last one. Yeah. Um, how did you navigate the scales? Because it wasn't really about the scales for you, though. No. So it wasn't really about the scales. So you have to kind of weigh yourself every day to get your average weight at the end of the week, which is fine. Um, I think I started out maybe around, I don't know, 67, 68 kilograms. And um, it wasn't about losing a whole lot of weight for me. I knew I, I, I just needed to feel better in myself and I needed more energy and I wasn't getting it from the way I was eating. Me, although I did weigh myself every day, I did. I did drop. Um, I didn't drop a whole lot of weight, but I dropped a lot in measurements. Oh, your measurements! So, like, I, I still think you're down probably about half a stone, though. But like, even though that's, yeah. but overall, your measurements are down a crazy number. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and like when I do look back at the first picture, that dreaded picture that I sent at the start, to pictures now, the difference is just you, you can. It's just unreal. 
but the difference in here is unreal as well. But I think that's directed that. Yeah. You know, to the head's directed how you're how you're looking at yourself. And actually, because I would say Roshin's probably one of the hardest working people I've worked with. Like if Roshin gets an idea in her head, good looking better than it. The times I've had to rein Roshin in, it's kind of like Roshin, because Roshin does long cycles on the weekends and stuff like that. And it's her time and it's her partner, yeah. her and her partner's time. And yeah. I was never going to take that away. But we almost yeah. had to kind of like, right, we may need to drop a gym session or try yeah. to. And I have know. to say, you did, I did learn that. That was another big thing I learned is how to listen to my body, yeah. how to know, you know, it's okay to take a few days recovery, you know. That's fine. And then you'll come back stronger. Now, that, that may have been another little thing that I did struggle with because you know me. I'm like, oh, I didn't train yesterday. I better train today, even if I wasn't feeling up to it. But it's important that you do listen to your body. And if you're tired, go out for a walk instead. You know, do something a little bit easier on the body. Well, it's you've got something coming up in the next little while anyway, so that you're going to have to kind of get used to having a rest days. I'm not sure yeah. how much, I'm not sure how much you want to talk about it, but I'll let you yeah, talk. No, no, no. Um, so basically, I just recently uh, was advised to have a hysterectomy, which I am completely fine with. That's no problem. I mean, I'm finished having kids. My youngest is 13. I have five. I'm, as far as that end of things, I'm done there. But um, the the specialist said to me that, you know, this, you have to take six weeks, six weeks of recovery. You, you cannot train. You cannot cycle. You cannot do classes. And as you're saying this, I'm like, <gasps> like what? And, and, you know, kind of, but then I, again, after thinking about it, I flipped it around and goes, well, you do love a good challenge. So this is going to be one of my biggest challenges on the completely opposite end of the scale. So I will be able to walk, you know, go out for walks and stuff, but that's about it for six weeks. But um, I absolutely know I'll be able to do it, but it's going to be a tough one. Yeah, it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough for everyone as well around you because it's such a big thing for your mental health, the exercise for you. So there will be, as you said, there will be days where you don't feel like you, there will be days where your low mood kicks in because. Yeah, 100%. 100%. Yeah, so, but I think, I do think you have the coping mechanisms in place because you're very self aware. Yeah. And you know you're clear on your values. Yes. Uh, and you're also very good at not beating yourself up. Yeah. But I think that's a credit to you. Like I think I think that's come with practice. Um and I think that's a credit to yourself on that because a lot of people can't struggle with that. Yeah. So you're you're very lucky in that regard. I think it, it it's as you said, it's a it's a very big next chapter for you as well. Um yes. because I know some I've had clients kind of getting hysterectomy before and sometimes they can struggle with this element of like, well, and they'd be similar age to yourself getting them and they kind of feel yeah. like that's almost losing their kind of like some sort of like uh what's the wording one of them's use kind of like identity of being a woman yeah that yeah, they, yeah i get that yeah um, yeah i don't want to misinterpret that language that she's used but that's kind of what i got away from it i got away got from it um so no I, and it's, it's great to hear you talking about being in your 40s being a mom looking after you being okay to have those lower days and putting yourself first. I think I think that's going to help an awful lot of people being like, this yeah, is actually okay. I really hope so, yeah. Don't give up, ladies or, you know, guys or whoever. Like, just just keep going. Trust the process. It does work. Do you know what I mean? It really does work. And don't beat yourself up. Be kind to yourself. 
And how have you managed things with the kids and stuff like that? Like, I know, like, what would your advice be someone who has kids kind of trying to make time for themselves? Yeah, so, like, um, I'm very lucky. Um, I have a really supportive husband. He, he's absolutely great. Like, we just we just make it work. Like, um, I, I am lucky that the kids are that just a little bit older, so they are very independent. Do you know what I mean? Like, and I'm also lucky that I only work literally five minutes from home so like if there's anything if I did ever have to get back for whatever reason there's no issue but they're very good they're very independent kids and like they know that mom has to work and actually mom mom wants to work mom loves going to work dad has to work um <laughs> I like no, that. Great. And, and you know what it is hard to it, it's hard sometimes to get the balance and that comes into the whole, you know, if you're having a shit day because, you know, the kids are quite demanding for whatever reason, whether it's younger kids or older kids or because, you know, even your older kids can be quite um, demanding mentally, you know, that's because like, they all need you for different things, you know, take the time for your kids and then, you know, the next day then start again and just go for it. And as much as you can, try and give yourself that little bit of time just to get your planning in. Yeah, you know? I think I think the, the planning for you was key. I'm not saying that you had, oh, yeah. there, there wasn't a case of, Roshan has to have every single meal prepped or planned ahead of advance or anything like that. No, it was, and I didn't. And I didn't. No, I, didn't. Like, I know you didn't. Honestly, <laughs> I did not. But I have to say, like, I learned along the way, like, um, uh, different meals that could be, that I wouldn't have ever had before. Yeah. I mean, that once I started um, kind of weighing them out and, and putting them in the app, then, oh, that was grand. I know there's a lot of protein in that, and it, w- it would take me half the time to make it up the next time. So you do kind of pick up a lot of kind of tips and tricks along the way that makes things a little bit quicker. It's not so right. But the biggest thing that I saw, like when you got, when we first had the, f- the phone conversation, I knew it was, or the, the Zoom conversation uh, on the welcome call, I, I knew there wasn't a major overhaul yeah. to make with your nutrition as you said it was literally making sure you're getting enough protein making sure you're eating enough when you're at work so that you could fuel your training so that you'd have enough energy to get through things and then have enough fuel in you for the weekends and making sure you're getting veggies in there wasn't a major overall i think a lot of people think that they need to like overhaul their complete diet in order to get there where they want we're kind of under a stricter time frame that i probably would have liked yeah but i also have to manage your expectations yeah like it's not all boiled potatoes and salads and you know eating it's it, it's everything's in moderation you know if, if you want to have your few drinks or you're going out for a meal on a saturday night like um i know i really tracked everything you know and i, I don't know how like if i was going out for a meal i'd be going home the next day going right i think i had about three bananas in that meal and yeah. like i really went but that was just me personally because i knew if i didn't do it i'd start i'd start slipping down but that was just what i had to do for me do you know that's our way yeah and i think but i think it comes back to what we kind of spoke about earlier i was like well i'm going to do this the right way for me to get me to where i want to go you were very clear on your because i've had clients doing photo shoots for the wrong reason and we've had to pull out of them yeah so i was very kind of conscious of like right roshin wants to do this photo shoot what's the main reason why and when you spoke about what you spoke about at the beginning it was like the the, the, the three women yes women at different stages i want to be this yeah kind of um role model and be yes. kind of like have this 
for them as well. So like it, you were very clear on it, but it's, you're you're very determined in whatever you want to do. Sometimes it does take time to kind of like shake it out of you at times though. But yeah. Um, because I know the cycling and stuff like that on the weekends, there was times I was like, Oh, please rain it back. <laughs> like, please rain it back. Oh sure. Look, when I when I when I had to have I had to have that procedure, I think it's called a hysteroscopy where they they kind of have a look inside your your uterus and that yeah. two days later I went and cycled 140 kilometers. Because do you know what? Brilliant. That was not advice, but I'm just putting that out there. <laughs> just putting it out there. But in fairness, um I know people are going, what 140 kilometers? I totally paced myself completely. And I was doing it with a friend of mine and we laughed and had the breast crack the whole way around. So it, it was real uh, a mental thing. Like I didn't go gung-ho, I have to get this in a certain time. I'm gonna da, da, da. I just wanted to say I did it. That was it. And I did it with a friend of mine. It was great crack. Yeah. And I think that's I think that was cool for you too. Because I think the big thing that I can see is if you've got pretty cool support network around you between yeah and also friends and stuff I and mean, that's really really important as well yeah. um, that you have someone to lean on because I, I know a lot of people unfortunately don't have that yeah and that social, social support is or some people don't even feel that they have it yeah do. so sometimes people just don't know how to talk about things yeah um, as well um but Roisin I cannot thank you enough for coming on and sharing your journey and I think you should be extremely proud of yourself for for what you've what you've done and i think the three the three of you in 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 the gym as well should be extremely proud of yourself for doing that as well um i think your kids should be extremely proud of yourself of you as well so that's brilliant shane listen thanks a million for having me on and if anyone wants to hit me up with any questions about anything you can just tag me um down below in the comments or whatever and um i'll do my best to get back to anyone if anybody oh. wants to come do the classes please Come on, that's brilliant, Craig. <laughs> I'll tag uh, I'll tag Roisin in the the stories, and I'll tag Roisin yeah. in uh, the write up as well in the story. So if you want to give her a message, drop her a DM or anything. Absolutely, we'll yeah, some well if praise. anyone can, like help anyone or answer questions or even just a little bit of inspiration, listen, that's no problem at all. All Thank right, you so much, Roisin. Thank you. You're welcome. Jane. Take care. Bye bye. Thank you so much for listening to our amazing episode with Roisin. One of the best episodes. Very brave and very amazing episodes. Thank you so much for sharing your story. Her amazing insight, thank you for being a mom of five, changing careers, the light bulb moment, and what's next for her. Thank you so much, Roshi. Just want to put that out there. It doesn't have to be photo shoots, it doesn't have to be candy colors, it doesn't have to be filming those type of progress pictures. Roshi's journey is very different to everyone else's. Everyone else's journey can be different to everyone else's. So it's important to, be, to, to, to realize that as well. If you are looking to get the best results you have and change your mindset around fear like Roshi has, and looking at managing weekends, learning how to do it, and getting really well, doing nothing approach, then the female follow-up program is starting on Friday. So the last day to sign up is Friday, the 1st of September, and everything will be sent over to you for start day on the 4th of September. So what do you get? You get a female follow-up group on Facebook, you get weekly check ins. You get a program for home or gym, depending on what you do. You can do your own product, that's cool. You get tired nutrition, that will get you to your goal. You get recipe books, you get weekly lives, and you get the help that you need and support that you, that you need with like-minded people and through a coach actually gives you shit. So hopefully you enjoyed this episode if you have. Tag Roisin up on your story. Send Roisin a DM. She's really, really open to that and she hopes that episode has helped someone along their way. So if you're interested in the female follow-up program, click on the link in the show notes and get yourself booked in for 99 for six weeks.